Welcome home to the Grad School Soul Collective, where we educate and empower black and brown grad students on their doctoral journey. Here's our host, Alyssa J. Hey, 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 everybody. What is up? What is going on? Uh, we got a doozy today. We got a good one. I am going to be talking today uh, about uh, Black History Month. It is February, and um, we are about the third week in, and I thought it was about time to talk about um, to talk about what happens when February's over, right? Um, and really being black 300, being a black graduate student, 365 days of the year. So um, let's get into it. So we have these quote unquote diversity initiatives um, that are kind of beefed up in February, right? This is the this is the month where we can pull out our speakers and uh, we can have critical conversations and um, you know folks can can connect in ways that maybe they wouldn't be doing so before. And uh, we've seen this, right? We've seen these um, DEI offices and um, programs kind of beefed up, and so. I wanted to kind of start this talk off with a quote that I recently read from uh, Arthur Chan. Arthur Chan, he says that diversity is a fact, um, equity is a choice, inclusion is an action, and belonging is an outcome. Diversity is a fact, equity is a choice, inclusion is an action, and belonging is an outcome. And I'm bringing this up because I'm centering that there is so much diversity, um, not just your um, your skin color, but we have diversity of experiences, we have diversity of language, diversity of engaging with folks, diversity of thought. There's diversity everywhere. It's a fact. It's everywhere. However, in these uh, institutions where we are um, going through our graduate program, or if you're a PhD doctoral student going through your program, Equity is not always a choice. It's not always centered in um, the approaches that um, schools take. And inclusion is not always rooted in the actions that are taken um, after the strategy is kind of put in place or not put in place to center equity. And belonging is not an outcome that is uh, sought after for students in uh, in the institutions where you go, and so um, what we what we have here is oftentimes this diversity as a fact. And under this umbrella are these other letters, but you may or may not see the fruit or the benefits from the um, the actions that are taken as a result of organizations kind of living into values that they may espouse or not espouse, but maybe have spoken about um, that center um, DEI. And so just wanted to start off with that. Um, and recently I read an article on the Professors Inn, which is a wonderful resource and, and that has wonderful blogs. And um, the author of this, um, of this article um, 
really started off talking about how they were breaking up with diversity. And let me make sure I, I am pronouncing her name correctly. It's Dr. Devia Perswad. And this article, and I'll link it um, for those of y'all that want it, but she goes into um, several things that she's done really as a um, graduate student and then now as a, as a postdoctoral fellow um, around DEI and how she's been really disappointed, how she's been disappointed by, um, you know, what has been done, what has not been done. And so um, I really wanted to talk today about um, what you can do and how you can approach this idea of taking back, taking back your, um, um, instead of DEI as an institutional approach, but really taking taking it more as a personal initiative um, for what you can do for the things that you need 365 days of the year, whether you have uh, February, whether you have, um, you're in another um, group that's maybe recognized in a month or multiple months, you know, for me, I definitely identify as a black woman. And so February is a big deal for me, but I am black 365 days out of the year. Okay. So um, what are some things that you can do as a graduate student? Um, the first thing I'm going to tell you is that um, you should be, if you are not already, taking action to build a tribe whose diversity serves you. What do I mean by that? Um, this could be people that share your identity intersections, um, that you want in your circle because of the way that they think differently or have experienced the world differently, people that love you, people that challenge you, right? Your tribe is built by sharing experiences, um, by sharing actions, by moving towards outcomes together, um, not just promises or because someone says, hey, I want you to, to talk to me or I think you're really cool or I want to be next to you. Um, really, your tribe is built around trust and trust is built around trial and error, but not just that, but being accountable to each other. And um, in these institutions where we have decided to grow and build and build knowledge, um, they are not always accountable to us. And um, in you know, one of the ways that you can kind of take back your power is to build a tribe that um, whose diversity serves you. Okay. The second thing um, to recognize is that your story, your history, your pain, your hopes, um, those things do not need to be told unless you want to with proper citation and with ownership. Okay. If you choose to tell your story um, and you do it in writing, which I would suggest always, um, you know, and tell others, um, please make sure that you're talking to folks, especially if it is a um, a group where there are um, several different types of folks that are that are in there, um, non-black folks that are in there. Um, tell them, hey, if you're going to share my story, please come back to the original source. Um, make sure that your voice is being forwarded on and that you're actively saying that um, to folks so that other folks are not retelling your story through their words, that they are very clear that you want your story to be told by you. Okay. Super, super important. Um, and to kind of build from that, 
knowing that there is power in your choice um, to build inclusive spaces that work for you. There's power in your choice to build inclusive spaces that work for you. I'll give you a, a really quick for example. I love the work of the um, Truth uh, Racial Healing and Transformation um, uh, Initiative. And I have some very dear friends of mine that are racial uh, healing practitioners. And one of the amazing things that they do is they have different groups according to um, identity intersections. And so they have um, groups for black folks, groups for Latinx folks, groups for white folks, mixed groups. They have different groups and they understand that in these spaces of healing, and we're talking about power here, we're talking about healing, we're talking about taking back your power, um, not as a form of closing off, but really as a form of protecting and healing and building um, in a place that's most meaningful for you. And so they support this, they understand this, and um, they encourage this. And so I am encouraging you that if you are in an environment where um, you might be feeling like folks are kind of encouraging you um, slash asking you to be in spaces um, that they have designed, but it's not really um, designed for you, that you have the choice on how you want to exist in those spaces. And if we want to just look at it from a really a more general space, right? For example, if I was at a mom's retreat, right? And there were people there who were not moms, but they just wanted to learn and engage with moms. I being there, I may choose not to engage with them, right? Um, especially if I have decided that I want to be with folks who understand my experiences, who can kind of problem solve with me, um, who I have to do less explaining to. If I want to be in a room for those purposes um, and create these places of belonging, hey, they might be the most wonderful people in the world, but I get to choose how much I want to engage, if I want to engage, if I'm intentionally placing myself in spaces of belonging and healing. So um, note that really, really practical things that you can do. Um, if you are in a space and we know by the numbers that um, faculty of color are um, across the United States, um, usually making up between two and 4% of faculty. If you are in a place and you do not have um, faculty of color to tap into and you desire to tap into them, one of the things that I would suggest along this lines of 365 uh, days of um, being, you know, Black in these spaces, tap into um, organizations, right? Tap into this um, professional building networks. We have um, our signature network, our amplified network um, workshop that we do at NAFCAP, which is um, the company that I um, run. You can also tap into the Black Doctoral Network. I'm a member of them. They have phenomenal workshops. Um, and I love the work of Dr. Eve um, and the First Gen University. If you're saying, hey, I want to tap into um, folks that understand my experiences and folks that can help to um, to build me up and give me the things that I need where I can ask questions. These are great suggestions um, for you. Um, another thing um, is to choose not only who gets your time, right, but how your time will be spent with those that you choose to give back to. What do I mean by that? 
okay? Folks will ask you to serve on committees, to do advocacy work on campus, um, to um, sit on panels, um, to do joint research with them. Um, and I encourage all of that stuff, but I don't encourage it if you are the person who's really going to be um, providing that base validity. Um, if you're going to be the 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 brown face, the 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 black face. For me, it's you know it's the the, the black and gender, right? The 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 woman and black, right? If I am going to be um, positioned in a space where the university or the group that I'm, that I'm at is really checking boxes and they're saying, look at this wonderful person we have over here and you're not getting the things that you need um, for the give back time, whatever the, the things that you need. If you've decided that you want to form relationships or that you want to advocate for initiatives and you want to, um, you know, share your time, if you are not getting the things that you need, right, choose the best use of your time, okay? Another thing I will tell you is to connect with alumni who have successfully completed their um, graduate studies. Um, there are ways that you can do this. One of the ways you can do it is, um, I know at the university I'm at, um, in the career uh, development office, they have a list of alumni who have already agreed that they are available to talk to um, in uh, specific fields and that they have agreed to, um, to connect with you, to talk with you. So if you don't know if you have that resource, go and check it out. And if you find that your university doesn't have that, then you can be asking, you can be nudging your department chairs, your deans and say, hey, we need something like that, okay? Again, one of the services that we offer at NAVCAP is to, um, is to do that for universities. We have a, what we call our ICE model. Uh, we match grad students with mentors, with similar identity intersections, cultural backgrounds, career connections, lived experiences. Um, we do that, right? But the last thing I'll say is um, you want to work on creating your own visibility in ways that reinforce um, the culture of your institution and that work for you. What do I mean by that? If there are opportunities at university to share your research, to share the work that you're doing, um, you should be tapping into that because, again, you want to make sure that you are building um, visibility for yourself, that folks know the kind of work that you're doing, that you are sharing and asking questions around, um, hey, who's done this before? And, and hey, I've tried it this way and let's get some feedback, right? Um, you want to ask for funding, funding to go to um, conferences that are far, far away. You want to attend as many local conferences as much as you can. Um, and you want to ask, hey, for the um, folks that are covering maybe your marketing at your university, making sure that folks know that you are doing the things that you are doing so that folks can begin to see you. They can be, begin to see your Black brilliance. They can begin to see your research. They can begin to see your advocacy so that you are not waiting for others to, um, to really bolster you up, but you are continuing to um, engage in a way where you are actively talking about the good things that you are doing. And I don't care if it's one good thing that you are doing. There should be 20 people that know about that one good thing that you are doing and don't see it as, oh, I don't want to brag. No, it's all about sharing and connecting, right? That's what I mean by 
um, visibility in ways that um, are looked at positively through the culture of your institution, because then they'll see it as, hey, this is something that makes us look good. Oh, and by the way, you have something that is um, that are receipts for you. So hopefully, um, hopefully these things that we talked about today are tapping into um, not just your, you know, academic success, but really um, you looking at yourself, your embodiment, your being, who you are in these spaces that you are embodying for yourself, right? You are making choices. Um, if they're not making choices based on equity, based on need, you're making them for yourself. If they are not making choices around actions that include you, that center your needs, that you are doing that for yourself. That if you are not in a place where they're looking at belonging as an outcome for you, that you are creating your spaces of belonging. Um, and I'm not saying that we don't want those We um, from our larger institutions. We do want them, but we want these things in tandem. And um, whether or not they are doing this for you, you are the driver of um, supporting the things that you need, right? You are, I am black 365 days out of the year. So thanks so much for everybody for watching. Um, you know, it is February. Please um, do something phenomenal during the month of February and every other month of the year. You are making history every single day. Um, the experiences that you're having, the relationship you're building, the scholarship you're developing, um, all of this is making history every single day. Okay, so I'll see you next week.